The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Rated PG-13 for mature content and nudity. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, welcome to this episode of The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Uh, it's Sunday, and I'm leaving the bowling alley right now. That's how I imagine my car sounds when I'm trying to steer it as much as possible. Um, just got done bowling, and um, I bowled pretty good. Um, I well, the 232, the 257, and then the 232, which is 721 series. Um, you know, I, I was on, you know, I was getting better each game until the third game. Well, the third game, ninth frame. I, I was on pace for 279, but, you know, there was someone on the right pair of me that struck, but, you know, it, or made a spare, I don't know, but it was like a kind of like a a happenstance spare or strike. So, you know, I give him a high five. And then fucking dumbass, fuck, fucking asshole. This guy, Debbie, my bowling partner, was, was going up to bowl one game. And, you know, as courtesy has it, you know, you have to let... Okay, so I, I don't know proper courtesy, first of all. I don't know if it's right hand, if the person to your right gets the right away, or the person to your left gets the right away. So, I mean... Or if it's the bowler on your right or the bowler on the left. But, you know, if you just fucking look at that rule, that courtesy rule, then, you know, you have... There's one person that has you to the right, and then there's that you having them to the left. So, it's just fucking stupid, so, no one, no one properly follows that rule, that courtesy rule, but, you know, it's just, you let people go, that's how, that's how it fucking is played out, that's pretty much how the rule is, you know, you just, 
someone just lets someone go. You know, it's never like the left per. It's just fucking courtesy. Like without the rule to it, you know. So Debbie's up to bowl, and but so courtesy or not, you know, this dumb fucking asshole is okay. So he's to the left of Debbie, but that doesn't mean fuck all. Because this guy, he, he picks up, he like walks onto the approach and gets his ball off the rack and he's, and he stands at the approach, like, like maybe a foot onto the approach, like as if he's going and you know, in the, you could see in the corner of your eye that he's on the lane. So it's like, dude, so you have to. You know, I'm making up the rules here, (laughs) but this is just like what everyone fucking does in bowling. You know, you just, you don't stand on the approach and let people go because you're, you, the other people you're letting go can see you in the corner of your eye. Like dumb fuck, just get off the approach and then give them the right away. Like, okay, you, you can give people the right away, but. Why? Like, Debbie even said, like, you're already on the approach, just go. Like, (laughs) fuck, man. It just fucks with the pace of the other bowlers and the concentration. It's, it's bad sportsmanship. It's so uncourteous to fucking do that. God. Of course he's a new bowler because, you know, he doesn't follow the rules of Every other fucking bowler. Okay. So there's other people I don't give courtesy to. And, you know, I have reasons for that. Because they just run up to the approach. But, you know, this guy just does it differently. Where, you know, he wants to be courteous. But he's doing it wrong. So, that, you know... After, okay, so that happened, you know, second game. So the first game or, you know, towards the beginning of the second game, I was on my shit. You know, even though I bowled the 232, like, I it, my I was getting so much hand on the ball that it was just ball meat pocket every shot, pretty much. So I was, you know... You know, I wasn't stuck with a shitty fucking oil pattern. Like, things were aligning. And they haven't aligned in weeks, as far as my bowling goes. Because I had, a like, 138. I've been bowling like shit. So, it must have been, like, you know, towards the end of the first game or the beginning of the second game. Um, this guy... Uh, he, you know, I wait for people to go and then when I, well, okay. So I'm lying right now, but just let's go with this. So I wait for people to go and then I go up to bowl. So 
I this time I didn't wait for people to go. Um, it was just you know, fo- little foggy brain fart that I didn't stop. So uh, we went. We went to fucking a dude. We went to go pothole. We went to go on the approach at the same time. So, you know, obviously, you know, a brain fart (laughs) that we both had. So, and then there was, uh, so this was like confusing because there was also another bowler, um, to the right of my right hand bowler. So, oh my god, dude, this guy's on my fucking tail. <sighs> Namaste. Okay, so. This guy, okay, so this guy was to the right of my right hand bowler. I really can't just control my anger with some people because fucking driving on my tail, dude. Like, fuck off! God. So, the right-hand bowler just says, Go, Chris. And so, I go. And, um... I lost my groove. I'm not going to lie. Um, So at that point, you know, I wasn't trying to forgive this, you know, but I was like in tune with spirit and, you know, I was just... Okay, so, uh, you know, I was doubly making sure that I was not going to cut off any people, and unfortunately, that wasn't the, well, that wasn't God's case, because it happened again, so, um, You know, but it happened with the guy that doesn't fucking know fuck all about bowling. So, you know, I could I could chalk up the other as an accident because... But, you know, it really wasn't an accident because it was my turn to go. Technically, and, you know, just the way that this guy goes on to the approach. You know, he just does a quick glance and goes up, like... It doesn't matter if there's someone there or not. Like, he's gonna go. He gives a quick glance, then goes. So annoying. So.
You know, I'm stuck on this fucking driver. Like, you know, I it's I try to give it all my energy not to fucking pull over, not to brake check this motherfucker up my fucking asshole, and, you know, to uh, ignore it, ignore it. But it's fucking in my rear view that he's... I can barely see his fucking headlights. Like, get off my fucking asshole, dude! I can't fucking ignore that! You fucking god! just fucking bullshit how you're gonna fucking like what the fuck dude like that's so uncalled for like no fucking respect none I turned, I turned onto a street, which turned into two lanes. I went to the left lane, and he took the right one. And before he passed me, god damn it, my fucking voice is going to be shot tomorrow. Because of this fucking bullshit, someone fucking up my ass that I have no fucking control over. And so I was in the left lane, he was in the right lane, and before he passed me, I slammed my fuck. I didn't slam my fucking brakes, but I braked, you know, as a fucking signal, trying to tell him the fuck off! Dude, I'm I'm not fucking uploading this episode, dude. <sighs> okay, from the top. Um So there was an instance where, you know, someone had, I'm not going to say he cut me off because it's how he always goes up to the approach. And, you know, that I can understand because he just, 
He's someone that I always have to let go because he's always going to cut you off. And that I can respect. Like, there's so there's some fucking consistency with that. And I know, like, if I go before him, then I'm going to be uncomfortable at the approach. And I sh- it's better for me to let him go. You know, if even if it's out of my, you know, um, if I'm going out of the way to let this guy go, then I'm going to let him go. So the, what, what I had a problem with was, you know, the one with Debbie, you know, the guy that stands at the approach and lets you go. That fucking annoys the shit out of me. Um, because it's like fake nice. Like you're being fake courteous right now. You know, you're being half courteous. You're on the approach. What are you going to fucking do? Just bowl the fucking ball, dude. You're already on the approach. Stop looking over when you're on the approach. Step off. And that lets me know and others know that it's okay for me to go. Because you're giving mixed signal that, you know, I can't, like, okay, so you're on the approach, so I'm not going to go. So stop telling me to let me go. So I, you know, the happenstance spared, the happenstance strike, whatever it was, I was compelled to give the guy a high five. So, um, another bowler. Um, you know, so I give him the high five and then there's the guy on the approach telling me to go. And at that point I should have just, no, or Yes, I should have said, no, I'm not going to go. You're on the approach, dude. So, you know, I, I can't fucking ignore the, if, the fact that I just had a, not a meltdown, but I mean, not a nervous breakdown, but like a meltdown. And, you know, I can kind of, um, see the relevance in someone, um, in someone annoying me, not to the point where I can't handle it, but annoying me to the fact, like pressuring me to go faster. Just like the guy on the approach, you know, I feel, I feel pressure to go faster because I'm going out of my way to go against something that, you know, I don't follow in, in my playbook, you know, in, in my just 15 plus years of bowling, like, you know, I'm, like, dude, you're on the approach. Just go. And, 
you know, I can see myself being that driver behind me right now saying, just go. Okay, so I'm going to just look something up real quick. I'm not looking up the rule book. Um, I'm not looking up the courtesy law in bowling, but uh, Devin has a course in, in the process of being made. And I noticed that in his, okay, in his description of the course, he has a pretty good um, description on the course. Uh, so, you know, I obviously, there's some part of me that is obviously... If I'm angry, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that separation between uh, the driver behind me and me in regards to dumb fuck bowler. Um, so, you know, it's, there's, I feel an anxiety and worry. <coughs> Yeah, my throat's going to be shot tomorrow. I'm trying right now, though. Um, I, I wanted to quit this episode so bad, but, um, and just delete it. So, Devin has here in his description of the course that, uh, recognizing how you feel. Is. Recognizing. Okay, so the key is recognizing. And what I need to recognize is. How I feel. Is how I want to feel misunderstood. So, you know, in a pinch, I could, I could see that, um, like that was clear to me just for a second. Um, you know, so I feel impatient and,
So I feel impatient. But I want to feel misunderstood about this impatience. Um, so obviously, you know, <coughs> um, there's been time in the past where, uh, you know, it, I'm not always like this, um, you know, when I, when I can come to a calmer state when I'm driving and there's someone, you know, tailing me, I'll speed up. I'll, I will go out of my way and speed up. Um, and I kind of feel like, you know, see, I don't know the answer to what should be done when someone is tailing you because you know it's like do I go out of my way for this person because, okay, so obviously I should have because I was feeling, I wanted to feel misunderstood about my impatience. You know, I, whoa, uh, okay, uh, confusing signals. Um, so, I, I wasn't being honest about my impatience. You know, I was in that moment or, I, okay, so, I mean, I, I kind of understand where, um, and how it's, I, I kind of answer, I am sure that I just answered my own question, um, but, Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I wasn't being honest about my impatience at the time, you know, as much as I was, I was talking about it, you know, I was still in denial of it, you know, um, so I was, I was actually that impatient driver, um, you know, talking about my impatience with bowling. It was being reflect, my impatience was being reflected out into the world. And that's how much I denied it. I think that's how it goes. Um, like, damn, dude, denial is a hell of a drug. Like, you can't really, you can't really see your own denial out in the world because... You know, it's it's blind it's blinded by your 
guilt and separation. Wanting to be different from the driver behind me. I didn't want to see that side of me. Um, so... Yeah, it's... I'm in, like, a weird... Um, stage, I guess, in my, in discovering my shadiness, <laughs> um, but I'm, so I'm kind of proud of myself that I picked up on that, um, and I could be that, I could find my way to that honesty. Um, okay, uh, so, yeah, but <laughs> what, what do I argue about now? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got nothing other than, um, oh shit, I just, I just ran a stop sign. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm probably gonna let this episode go because, <laughs> um, I'm not distra- I'm distracted and I just don't wanna- um, you know, dwell on spilt milk, I guess, um, and I'm gonna find some more peace, uh, <laughs> but, um, because honestly, the, the main reason why I was, I was so fired up to make an episode was purely out of anger because I was so upset that I could have, I could have shot a seven, a 768 series, but I shot a 721. So, you know, obviously, um, uh, my attachment to not want to lose is, uh, came, came to the surface. I mean, I don't know why, because, you know, we, we bowled very, okay, so I bowled very good. Um, I never give myself enough credit. I never ever give myself enough credit. Um, you know, I averaged 240 for the night. But, um, you know, we, but more importantly, we took all points and it's a vacation league and, you know, everyone wants to win that first place prize voucher to go on a vacation because who the fuck doesn't want to go on a nice vacation? Um, uh, so we're in third place right now. Um, it's close, uh, so 
<laughs> there's only six teams, but it's close. Okay, so first place is kind of running away with it right now, but um, fuck it, we all get our travel vouchers. Everyone gets a travel voucher at the end, so. Uh, you know, just, you know, probably just going to be more out of my pocket for the next vacation, which I don't give a shit. Uh, once I get my, once I can get, land a full-time job, um, which I think is going to be happening soon. Uh, but of course we have to wait and find out. Um, I want to say something, one second. So I found out, or I found this post that I found extremely helpful during, like, my third game before I blew up. After, after I couldn't take it anymore, dude, uh, I, you know, I was on Facebook and there was this post, ah, uh, fuck, uh, Facebook refreshed. Okay. So I don't have the post anymore, but, um, Okay, that was a cop there. Um, so, it was a post about taking, like, if it, if it helps you, then take Jesus' hand. And, um, it was like a quote from, like, Course in Miracles. Like, if, if it helps you, take my hand and I will lead you. And something about idle fantasies, which, you know, I, I really would, I'm going to search up that quote because that really helped my willingness. And, you know, it, it was... It was becoming effortlessly to do that, to imagine, to, you know, the, um, the proverbial taking Jesus's hand and letting him lead the way. Uh, so I think that's a good note to end this episode on. Um, I'm going to say an extra prayer tonight because, <laughs> for my voice, because I am going to need it. Um, but I don't mind. So, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Um, 
And thank you, Anchor, for providing this platform to let me speak my mind. And um, I was going to say something, but I forgot. All right. I'm signing out. See you in the next one.